CrossFit Bearden Podcast starting in 10 seconds. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. Let's get it. You ready? I'm ready. You ready? We've got a special guest this time. We do. I don't even know. We, so we always start these podcasts off and we say, welcome to the podcast number whatever. Um, I don't <laughs> we think still don't know what number. We I don't no think we've said that since number one or two because <laughs> we knew it was one or two. But anyway, um, that's not Joe's laugh. That is a female laugh. <laughs> Why don't you tell everybody who you are? I'm Judy Pavone. Nice. Um, and if you don't know Judy, you're a regular. Uh, which classes do you regularly come to? Um, been coming to 8.30, but I also come to 4.30 quite a bit. Okay. So essentially everybody knows you. Mostly. And if they don't, Except they the people should. at 6 in the morning. That's true. And if they don't know her from inside the gym, you should probably know her outside the gym. There are people that come to 6 a.m.? There are, apparently. It's like people who email at 3.15 a.m. <laughs> I was just thinking about you. I was thinking of all the guys at 3 in the morning. Um, anyway, so uh, the, reason we've got you, the reason we've got Judy here um, is to, in case you don't know all about her, um, because I don't even know all about her, but apparently, uh, which I do know, uh, she's a badass. Um, and not just at CrossFit, not just, you know, at being a mom, at being everything. Um, before I give too much away, uh-huh. where'd you grow up? Where are you from? I grew up in Helena, Montana. Montana? Yep. Are the Rockies better than the... Yes. Well, totally different, but yes, they're beautiful. That hurts. It's cool. It's a different kind of beauty. Yeah, totally, they look totally different. So from St. Louis, that really hurts. <laughs> 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 I grew up in the, in the plains. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, this is home, Joe. That's right. I'm sorry. For me, too. Mm-hmm. Um, how long have you been here? I've been in Knoxville about 25 years, maybe. 25. So mm-hmm. this is home now, right? Yeah, it's home. Yeah, I've been okay. here longer than anywhere else. Nice. Um, and you've raised your whole family here, right? Yep. Both daughters were born here. Um, Lexi's 22 and Maya's 20. So. Have we met the other one? We know she, Lexi. She used to clean in here mm-hmm. um, last, when? Last spring, maybe? Yeah, last spring. Or a year, uh, maybe summer. a year and a half ago, something I like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which one's your favorite? Oh. <laughs> ah, I can't, I can't. Uh, <laughs> both of them equally. My dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, 25 years in Knoxville. Uh-huh. What, what, what are some of your hobbies? What's, what do you like to do? Uh, well, I work a lot, so um, that takes up a lot of time. Then the kids also took up a lot of time. But now CrossFit is my main hobby. I love it. It's been yeah. a great addition to my life. How long have you been CrossFit? A year and a half. Nice. Nice. Yep. You like it? Love it. I'm addicted to it. I love it. Have you ever had those moments where like, you didn't love it? Well, every day, but <laughs> when I get done, then I'm like, wow, I can't believe I just did that. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, okay, I want to, you mentioned um, work. What do you do for work? I am the UT women's golf coach. The UT women's golf coach. Right. Like the SEC. Did you guys win the SEC? No. Close, we, right? No, we what didn't play well this year. We did not finish well this year. Is it last year? Yeah, we've had some um, great finishes, and we have a good team. I mean, it, it wasn't a great year for us, but we're not bad. We're never bad. We're just not as good well, as I want to be. Yeah, right. <laughs> and our expectations are high, and awesome. our program is great. So, Good, good stuff. Um, and how long have you, been, have you been there? 21 years at UT. Nice. I've been lucky. That's the only place I've coached and worked, so I haven't had to move around. I haven't had to change jobs, cool. so it's really lucky. Yeah. And your alma mater is? University of Alabama. There you go. <laughs> 
which one's better? <laughs> right now, Alabama's better at golf and better at football, so that hurts. Is that all you want to know? Who's better? What's better? What do you like more, A or B? Montana, Knoxville. Which child? Such a, such a competition. Which, which CrossFit coach? Uh, <laughs> That'll be yes. next. Awesome. i got to write that down. That's a given. That's a given. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Um, so we just got done with uh, what is it? Fight gone bad. Fight gone yeah. bad. I'm I'm spent. Have you did it? You did? Yeah, you I did it? it this morning at eight thirty. Mm, it was stuff. rough. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, completely lost my train of thought. Cause I'm thinking about fight gone bad. Um, so twenty one years you've been here, coaching. Before then, did you did you play golf? I mean, yeah, obviously you had some experience. I did. I played professionally for five years. I was on the LPJ tour for two. And then <clears throat> towards the end of that time, I just thought, I want to kind of stay in one place. And if I want to have kids, I can't do both. So I was lucky to find coaching. I started as the assistant coach at UT and then was able to, I mean, I travel a lot still, but not as much as I would have had to. So I've been able to manage both being a mom and being a coach. I think that's a tough thing for females, like even in CrossFit, like at some point during the 20s, you know, these female athletes have to make a decision about, you know, oh, 30s as well, but where they want to be and what they want to do, you know, I think that's a difficult thing for yeah. female that males don't necessarily have to deal with. Yeah, my husband, um, he had owned a business here and then had rental properties, so he's been really flexible, so he was able to be in town all the time, I was out of town. If you had a spouse that had to travel to or whatever, you just couldn't, Yeah. or your kids would be in daycare all the time, which wouldn't be great. Yeah. What's some of the coolest spots you've played? Well, coolest spots I played. We went and played at Pebble Beach, but that was with the team just for fun. So, of course, that was amazing. I went to Scotland with my family and played. Birth, the same right. I have a few good golf courses there. Yeah. Birthplace of golf, Scotland. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It was a beautiful day though when we played St. Andrews, so it was nothing uh, it like what you expect. Count, man, if it was a good day. I know it doesn't. <laughs> it should be raining and windy. Raining, windy yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So a lot of great places. Usually the places I like best are the places I played best. So they may not be the best golf courses. Oh, They're just yeah. I said that to, well. I said that to yeah. you before about, like, it's amazing to me that golf was created in a climate that is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you would think, like, Pebble Beach. Like, somebody invented it in, like, Florida or <laughs> yeah. California. But they invented it in cold, rainy Scotland. They're too busy swimming and <laughs> doing other surfing. stuff. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. So you said the, the places you like best are the places you've played best yeah how, how many how, how good were you well you not good be, enough that i'm still on tour so yeah you do so. you you do but when i got through and got my tour card i thought okay i'm good enough to be out here and then i started playing out there and i was like wow everybody's really way better than i thought um so it's a adjustment and it's tough because you you know if you don't play well enough to keep your card you go back to qualifying school so i had to go back to qualifying school both times and your whole life is like up in the air, um, mm. depending on how you play that couple weeks. So um, it was a great experience, and um, you know I'm proud to say I got to do it. But it, it was a hard life, and you know I always told people my pro am partner, so I always be like, you have the best job in the world, and I'm like, yeah, but I don't get paid unless I play good. At least you're getting paid while you're out here playing golf with me. So that's true. Yeah, uh -huh. it's, uh, I feel like when you right there, like. My brother played professional soccer, like, below the MLS. But even in the MLS, this is a few years ago, but the um, fir the first year contract was $19,000 a year, mm -hmm. which 
like isn't even really enough to live on. I mean, yeah, especially no. like think about playing in New York City. Like, when do you live on nineteen thousand dollars a year? Yeah. Um, that's kind of tough. Like that would be tough. Yeah. Being able to live um, as a professional athlete can be tough. I think we only see like in golf. You know, you big time golfers mm-hmm. making millions, but it's very you get free drinks. <laughs> sure. Not when we play though. I've never, I've never played and drank before. We were talking about that one day in here. Never. <laughs> Never? Uh-uh. Drinks no, never done the opposite. I don't think I've ever done I know. It's just, you know, it's such a different sport for me than for other people. That's, it. that's, all, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, we should try that. Sometime. That's why it's no fun oh. for me now anymore. Really? <laughs> no. I'm going to try not CrossFit. I'm not drinking in CrossFit. I'm going to try that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Fourth of July is coming up. Beer mile? Fourth of July is coming up. That's true. An unsanctioned event? Unsanctioned CrossFit the, uh... event. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Um, all right. So... For two years, you were on the LPGA tour. Mm-hmm. Played some crazy stuff, mm-hmm. crazy places. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna keep talking about golf, but we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Um, Joe, what's your password, real quick, so I can log into your computer. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just throw that out there. <laughs> um, so after that, after golf, you decided to become a coach, mm-hmm. the assistant coach. Yeah. How long were you the assistant coach? For three years, and then I. Um, I took over the team kind of at the ending of, of a season, and we made it to the national championship, and then we finished fifth at the national championship. So I was really fortunate. They kind of had to give me the job after they did so well. Nice. So that worked out very well for me. If only the football team, like the new coaches, could, get, <laughs> yeah. could roll with that, maybe we'd keep yeah. on for more than four years. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll get it going. Uh, that's great. All right, so you are you're coaching in college, or coaching college athletes. You're still full-time coaching them yep and full-time momming yeah and how often do you come here to CrossFit I come every day five days a week how do you do it um I just make time for it you know if I come in the morning you know my job um I can do the office part of my job in the evening at home I can do it all I'm working all the time but so when we're in season and we have practice practice starts at about two and goes till six so um so if I come in the morning, I just have a little less time in the office, so it might mean I have to return emails in the evening or something like that. Um, in the winter, when it gets dark early and it's cold, we end earlier, so sometimes I'll come in 4.30 or 5.30 um, at that That's time a, of year. That is a schedule. Mm-hmm. And, and you, Mom. Yeah, both are in college now, so I'm. So that actually, I, I thought about that. You know, when my youngest was at home, she was a competitive cheerleader, so I would take her to practice or we would travel for her competitions and I would travel for golf tournaments. So I don't know. I mean, I didn't really work out consistently. I would do a lot of stuff on my own. And I don't know if I would have been able to make the time or have the time, even just having to go home and make dinner, you know? Like, I was rushing everywhere all the time. So um, I found CrossFit right after Maya went to college, and it was a perfect way to kind of fill the gap of time that I would have been going home and cooking dinner and stuff like that. So it made the transition of her going to college a lot easier, actually. Are you the kind of person that likes likes to stay busy? Like downtime, yeah. does that does Yeah, that I always feel you? like I should be doing something, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could nap all day <laughs> long. Um, all right, so you said you come here five days a week. Mm-hmm. You were in here... Mm-hmm. It was a year ago, six months ago, something like that, with a cast on your, on your mm-hmm. knee, mm-hmm. or a, a brace. Yep. What was that? And you were still in here every day. Yeah. Modifying all the movements and everything. What was that? Yeah, I tore my ACL um, sometime <clears throat> last spring. Um, I don't remember what date it was. I remember 
going, oh, geez, that wasn't good. I wonder what that was. But I didn't, it didn't hurt, nothing, whatever. So I just kept working out. And then I was just stepping off a box. It was just tipped up higher, and I just stepped down. And I'm so short that my foot came off wrong, and I heard a pop then. But I just got up and walked around. We did wall balls that day. It was fine. Just on. continued on. That's a crazy thing about ACL, yeah. right? Like, it's such a bad thing to tear, but it's not that painful. Like, there's very few pain receptors in your ACL, so it, really? yeah, it doesn't... Yeah, people think it's this excruciating pain. It's really not, like, meniscus, and, I mean, if you shred all of it, you'll feel some, but... Man. Realistically, yeah. ACL is just like a... And it's ripped. Yeah, and I, I... So my knee would buckle and give out once in a while, um, and then I did. I ran a 5K, which I had never in my whole life done before, but after CrossFit, you know, I feel like, okay, I can do whatever. And um, it was out on the road, and the road was quite uneven. And then I tore my meniscus doing that, and I knew that. That hurt. Yeah. Um, so then I had to finish and get in, and I sat down, and I was like, either this is going to get a lot better or it's a lot worse. So that's when I finally went to the doctor, and they found the torn ACL and the torn meniscus. How long before, between the ACL and the meniscus? Probably four or five months, maybe. Goodness gracious. And then that was in August, and I had surgery in November. So I waited three more months for surgery and kept coming in yeah, at the same time kept just kept working out because Which you said it was important right like the doctor even said yeah the the physical therapist afterwards you know i went to ut in the training room at the athletic department for my rehab after surgery and he said that i was progressing very well and not just for a 50 year old but compared to the 20 year olds too and he said that he thinks all the time that i worked out from even tearing the meniscus last spring Till now, just helped it and made all the muscles around the knee stronger, so made the recovery easier. That's awesome. So the big wig physicians and stuff are yeah. saying CrossFit's yeah. rehabbing it, helping. Well, I mean, I think it is Yeah, it didn't hurt so, it anyway at all. Uh, <laughs> you know, because the first thought when you do get injured is like, that's it. Like I've got to rest. You know, like I'm I not need saying, to stop now. I'm not saying all out. doctors are like this, but you go to certain doctors and it's like my knee hurts. They'll be like, well, what did you do? Well, I squatted. Okay, well, don't squat. You know, and that's so counterproductive because then everything else falls off with it. Right. Um, so I think it's important for people to understand, like, I mean, ACL is a serious, serious injury. Um, and to be able to keep coming in here and modifying things, and that's, you know, me and Trent had this conversation a couple of weeks ago, like, modifying workouts to be able to keep moving like okay so you can't do you can't squat but we're going to try and keep the workout as close as possible to the stimulus rather than just have you go and bike for 30 minutes in the corner like who wants mm-hmm. to go and bike for 30 minutes in the corner like not that that's yeah, such a bad thing as a recovery thing i want that bike who wants to bike yeah period. yeah not just for five minutes yeah. True. still don't know why you bought those um, things so many of them yeah, uh, um, so when did you have the sorry no, you're good. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> when did, I'm a weatherman, not an interviewer. Sorry. <laughs> when did uh, when did you have the surgery again? November 10th. November. Uh, so what was that? What is this? Uh, six, seven months. Seven months seven ago. Months. Mm-hmm. And how long did you wear that that brace? Um, I wore it in here. Well, no, actually, I wore it before surgery, and then a little bit after. I was on crutches actually when I came back here in, in here at first. I didn't want to get away from. That coming to CrossFit, because I thought if I find something else to do with this time, you know, I might just stop coming, you know, so I was really afraid of that happening, so I probably didn't come for a week or so, and then I came and I just watched and didn't really do much for about another week, 
And then after that, I was like, well, I'm just going to do what I can. And that's when I started, you know, biking with one leg and rowing with one leg and sitting down to do all the overhead stuff and just trying to do as much as I could do. That's great. That's great. Um, and so you have now, um, I guess I don't want to skip to now. When did you start getting, you know, back into, you know, full range of motion, I guess? I'm actually not all the way there. Like if there's, if I have weight and I'm trying to squat down, I can't quite, quite get to the full depth or I kind of lean to my left leg instead. Um, but pretty good. I'm running. I've been, was able to run after maybe five months, started just trying to run a little bit. I limp a little when I run, so it's not exactly the same and I'm slow. I was slow to begin with though. Um, (laughs) but I'm pretty close. I think I'm not doing a box jump yet. I'm jumping on plates. It's not quite to the the normal height, but I'm close. I'll be able to get there. I just don't know how many I'll be able to do in a row. It'll be stepping back off the box that I'll have to be more careful than jumping uh, onto yeah, the box. Yeah, careful yeah. with that. Um, <laughs> I hear that can break things. <laughs> yeah, apparently. You can tear things with that. Uh, apparently. <laughs> so you're getting back to it. You're close. Um, within the past few months, which is why Joe and Kim kind of wanted to, one of the main reason, kind of bring it full circle, mm-hmm. the last few months here has been Super impressive, um, for lack of better words. Um, it's been badass. Um, what happened? What, 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 did something click in you? Was What was it? Well, these guys, adver- after the new year, they advertised their nutrition program. And I really waffled back and forth. In the year that I was doing CrossFit up to then, I probably had lost 10 pounds just doing CrossFit itself and was feeling so good anyway and feeling great. Um, But I kept saying to Lexi, like, oh, should I sign up for that? Shouldn't I sign up for it? And I thought, well, what if I kind of become hooked on that? Like, I became hooked on CrossFit, because who would have thought I would have liked CrossFit to begin with either? So I just decided, you know, I'll try it. And so I signed up for the nutrition program, which is great. They're super detailed and complete and um, give you tons of information. And so basically just tracking all my food and knowing that um, Joe really hasn't said much to me about it, but knowing that Kim will say something to me about it makes me really think about what I'm going to eat and what I'm doing and recording everything. So that's been great. I, I have terrible nutrition habits. I mean, just terrible. I probably ate almost solely carbs in a day, actually. Mm. Like toast for breakfast, a sandwich for lunch, and right. spaghetti for dinner, right? That yeah. was sort of a normal day. America. Right, exactly. You know, like, I mean, it is. I, think it was, I mean, I would, I, if I just didn't eat too much, I thought, okay, well, it's fine. But so the base of the pyramid yeah right so I'm making different choices now and I've lost 15 more pounds um, since the beginning of February and traveling a lot this spring I was probably gone about 35 40 days this spring so normally I would have gained five pounds traveling and being on the road so much so so less CrossFit yeah well for 35 days yeah right so a lot of it was weekends which I don't come in and I would I'll I'll do a workout on the road I don't drop in anywhere but I'll do something in my hotel room, I'll burpees, I have a jump rope, I'll do something. So you're still doing the same amount, same amount of activity? Mm, a little bit less, but, and walking a lot more. I walk a ton when we're at our tournaments, so. Like, how how do you feel, like, the weight loss is awesome, and that's something that, you know, you can see and, and everybody else can see as well, but, like, from a feeling standpoint, like, you feel better? Yeah, I feel amazing. I felt great. Like, that's kind of one bad thing about CrossFit, like you feel great the first day you're here, but nothing has changed yet, you know, but no, I feel amazing. But more than that, it's like what I can do 
um, yeah. getting better in here like this last weekend you know we redid our deck last week moved both girls this weekend and I can do it I don't no big deal you know yeah. like it doesn't set me back to try to do a ton of normal things in my life yeah. which nice. is great we were, we were talking about you when you left on Friday I don't know if your ears were burning but uh, <laughs> Judy did five toes bar in a row on, on Friday in a workout nice. and Nancy was like just going crazy like that is incredible <laughs> and I was like well you know the real reality is that she's dialed everything in you know like she shows up five days a week and you know her nutrition is on point like all these things are going to really help progress you and as much as you don't think like nutrition and toast bar go together they essentially do because you feel way better about yourself you're in a much better place you know um, and I've had this conversation with several people like what we do in here is metabolic conditioning you know which means it's your metabolism so whatever fuel you put in is what fuel you get out so your workouts are way better like that is what metabolic conditioning means mm-hmm. um, so it's food in to energy fuel out um, and that will improve you as, as good see, as nutrition is it gets you in both ways because one you're you're carrying around less weight mm-hmm. two you can breathe better mm-hmm. yeah um, your, your joints you how are better. your joints good I, I didn't really have too many I mean, I didn't really feel that bad before I came in, but I just feel great now. I just feel so competent and capable and strong. Do you recover quicker? Muscle-wise? Yeah, yeah, I'm rarely sore from our workouts in here, and I think it's just because I'm here consistently. Now I was sore Monday after Murph, and then I did deck stuff, and I was really sore last week. But, um, you know, just a little bit of sore, like nothing yeah. that knocks me out, really. And the body weight exercises are where I'm just really killing it like the less you weigh the easier those are it's been great it's pull-ups so, and yeah. it's so crazy push-ups, stuff like that. I mean, when it, you put on a like you go and pick up one of those 20 pound vests and like yeah if i put that on and did murph this feel, year forget yeah, it feel how it weighs that's what like, i was last that's year last year yeah you think about 20 it pounds yeah. is incredible uh-huh. like, an incredible yeah. amount i did my first pull-up like right after murph last year and i did 50 of them this year wow so it's awesome you did one pull-up after Murph last year. You did 50 last week? Mm-hmm. During the workout, During too. the workout, yeah. too? Yeah. yeah. And then five consecutive toes. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. It's crazy. So can I sign up for this nutrition? <laughs> <laughs> this nutrition? <laughs> that's the, taco, the Taco Bell's not doing it for you anymore. Hey, I haven't been to Taco Bell in a while. Um, that's crazy to think that, I mean, getting at it, your, your, your workouts are essentially the same, maybe a little, a little bit different. Um, you've been traveling a lot more, um, but the nutrition was the difference. And that, that's, I mean, if you, you were to, who knows if it stays on the same level or whatever, but 15 pounds in what, February, March, April, May? Yeah. Four months. Pretty fast, yeah. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. 30 pounds in a year, not, not like 30 yeah. pounds yeah. Of, of bad weight, you know, yeah. and you'll yeah. be gaining good weight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's it, yeah. And going back to what you said, like, Kim really stays on top of people like Kim is Kim is the people that holds people accountable way better than I do in that sense you know what I mean like and especially for females you know she's she's really obviously good at that and she she's staying on top of most people we have um I'm gonna give her a shout out Deepika um also who who is just done incredible things on this nutrition program um too Mm um and it works right it's about getting the right amount of fuel into your body, uh, aiming to get it in at the right times, right? So, you know, it's basically counting macros. What we want to do is spread that out over the course of a day. We don't want to save all your macros for the night and have like, 
know, you got to eat 100, 100, you know, grams of carbohydrate and 75 grams of protein and whatever amount of fat for your dinner, right? Mm -hmm. But we want to spread it out and basically give you the preparation to go throughout your day um, feeling good and energized, you know, um, which I think a lot of people miss. Um, yeah, at first I was starving all the time, but I didn't know what to eat, you know, so I had to figure out, like, how to snack differently and have things totally different, you know, because same, it would have been carbs. The one bar that I liked that I thought was so healthy had 46 grams of carbs in it. I'm like, oh, crap, I can't eat that anymore. Sneaky. Nice. Yeah, carbs. sneaky. So was that? Um, a um, cliff bar. Oh, man. Loved it. Yeah. It's great. What do you do now for snacks? Um, well, I have, like, um, this nut bar it's all nuts or beef jerky cheese um string cheese stuff like that so i try to just have to plan i just have to have it with me but what joe was saying about it working you know how many times like even crossfit i was telling my assistant coach the other day i was like you know if if i didn't feel better if i wasn't seeing myself be better i wouldn't do it anymore Mm -hmm. you know but you see gains so fast and then the nutrition thing too even even before they gave me the program, Kim just had me like track everything I was eating. I lost like four pounds just doing that because I didn't want her to know what I was really eating. So I <laughs> ate less right. right off the bat. And then, you know, but if it hadn't worked, I wouldn't stick with it, you know, but yeah. it worked and it made a really slow, steady progress. As long as I'm, you know, paying attention, I'm making progress. So do you have any goals? Um, well, I told Kim I don't want her to change anything anymore. So when I stop losing weight doing this, this is where I'm fine doing it. Um, you know, I have more goals like for CrossFit um, more than anything. Like I want to get double unders. I can only do like one at a time. Um, kipping handstand push-ups. I did some the other days. I just do strict all the time because I can't get the kip. So I want to get that. And my weights, I, I'm kind of topped out at how much I can lift. So I really want to, I think it's my lower body, my, you know, where my knee was weak. I think my legs are still a little weak. So I want to try to increase in those areas. It's just fun. I love being on the whiteboard and being able to track everything yeah. and knowing where you've been and where you want to go. Yeah. Like my sister-in-law, Monica, started. And yeah. I know she has been on the whiteboard. But like today, I hope she counted her reps. I don't know if she did or was able to keep track of them because it was so much. Yeah, but. I hope she did so that she knows when she progresses because yeah. I think that's so cool to see. Yeah. This is one of those ones that comes up. This is, it's a cool one to track. It is a cool yeah. one. Yeah. I think that's, you know, overall, like, you know, we have this conversation every time in fundamentals. Like, We're talking first, about fight gone bad. Fight gone yes. bad, yeah. But, you know, just working out and nutrition and everything, it's like the first question I like to ask in fundamentals is, like, what do you think CrossFit is? And, you know, 99% of the time it's like well are these crazy long intense workouts right and it's so far away from what CrossFit truly is like we see much more there's much more from getting your 8 to 14 minute workouts in but not just that like the base of the CrossFit pyramid is your nutrition right and, and, and we'll be the first to admit that for you know the first year or so when we were open that really wasn't like a priority for us it was like figuring out like you know, the workouts and, and everything else. And when we realized, like, how important the nutrition base was, like, it changed everything, you know. Um, Didn't Glassman say that if you're not eating low-carb, you're not technically doing CrossFit? Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you're not... Right, that varies from person to person, obviously, right? Well, for, and, sure, um, for sure, You know, and, and then there's a whole, like, you know, the games athletes who, who are training at such volume that, the diet's going to be much different. But again, we've talked about this before, that's not necessarily healthy, per se. Mm-hmm. They are not doing CrossFit for health purposes. 
Right. Um, you know, just like a football players not playing football for health reasons, because mm-hmm. if they were, they would not be playing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's true. I mean, like I said, fueling your body to to meet the demands of what you what you need it for is is everything. Like, I mean, going back to my playing soccer days, like I remember there were games where I felt fantastic and there were games where I felt awful, you know, and that all came down to having terrible nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that then because I was young and stupid. Now I'm just stupid. Um, but uh, it makes such a difference. Like, you, you can definitely tell working out and, and even just going about your day. Like, if I eat badly at around 3 o'clock, I'll feel like that. Like, mm-hmm. I need a nap. Like, I'm really lethargic um, or I need coffee. Um, but if I eat well throughout the day, like everything's good to go, like I'll be able to keep going through. So, when you were making your decision to go back to to make this sign up for the nutrition thing, and you said you were talking with Lexi about like mm-hmm. should I do it or should I not? Mm-hmm. What was the what was the over the over the edge part? What was the I'm gonna send him an email or I'm just gonna ask? Um, just because I thought you know what if I for the first time ever really with nutrition, what if I end up all in? Like, that could never be a bad thing. So, you know, I just, it was sort of that. It was just like being brave. It was like the first time I walked through the door here, it was like, should I do it? Should I not do it? And, um, like, kind of scary, but, you know, like, the benefits of it were outweigh the, the risk or the being worried about it or being embarrassed about it or whatever. Any advice for somebody who uh, is kind of teetering? Should I do it? Should I not? Is it worth it? For the it? nutrition program? Well, just try it. Like, why not? You know, like I said, it can't be a bad thing. But, you know, I would be in here listening to, like, what people said they ate and, you know, or, like, I ate pizza last night. It was so bad. And I'm like, wow, I eat pizza, like, every week, you know? So, <laughs> I, you know, I think most people here are, like, you know, thinking about their nutrition. So, if these guys are willing to help us out, it's just really awesome of them to, to do it and just logging your food is pretty easy um yeah i think that's keeps you accountable people think it's such a hassle but it really once you've done it for a week maybe two weeks like it's really not that bad does it do you guys charge anything extra for the nutrition no no No. that's pretty nice yeah i mean i think it's that amount amount of information is is like you can go to somebody else and pay well i think it's kind of yeah it's the same and and you know it's the same thing with everything else you know like our weightlifting class on Saturday like that is a part of CrossFit so to us it's like you know how can you charge for different parts of it you know what I mean how can you charge for the nutrition when it's a fundamental part of CrossFit how can you charge for weightlifting when it's a fundamental part of CrossFit you know that, that to us is is important you know um, and then you know again you're probably going to turn people away somewhat if you're like hey by the way this nutrition program is an extra however much a month you know like it, it, to us keep it being be. fat but keep showing up <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Gonna... yeah. Oh, well we wish God. we could help you but but it's gonna cost you the other thing that that got me to do it too I was like Kim and Joe don't need me to tell them when I eat they know how hard I work in here, and they know exactly what they lo- I look like. They know exactly what I'm eating. You know, like it wasn't going to be. Anything. I'm not hiding anything, oh, right? Man. So yeah. I mean, I tell myself oh, that yeah, every time I walk anybody. in the door. <laughs> <laughs> right. They know anyway, even if I don't tell them. Yeah, you, you get to know why people are at. You know, and like you said, most people will. 
straight up, you know, great example. We had a guy, and I'm not going to name his name. He, he's still at the gym, but if he wants to reveal himself after this <laughs> podcast, uh, first day of fundamentals came in and, you know, started crushing the workout. And it's a 12-minute AMRAP.